0: Sequence God. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Catholics, as Christians, we're called to be obedient to God's desires. We're called to be supple or docile to his will, like clay in the hands of a potter. But what do those words mean? What does it mean to be supple? What does it mean to be docile? And how do we do that? That's what we're gonna be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is rbruggemin- Oh, I mean, I mean, just <laughs> testing. Ignition. <laughs> At sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Now, some of my friends will say, Chris, you stay too fast. So I'm today, today, special episode, you get the email email address at the top of the show a third time. Thrice. What's what's like
1: That's probably right.
0: Thrice. A thrice fold uh proclamation <laughs> of the email address. Ignition I G N I T I O N. At sfcatholic.org.
1: Yeah, now listeners really do use that email address. Really yeah, do. Yeah, I give it to you three like, times for yeah. goodness sake. Like, so seriously, people, if you have questions or comments or ideas for future episodes, please email Chris. You've
0: heard that opener a time or two, Robin uh Robin, good to see you again. Welcome back. Uh, yeah. We haven't done this for a little while. Just could you briefly, oh, in case we have new listeners, briefly introduce yourself?
1: Robin Brueggemann, I am a farm wife to Spike for almost 30 years. We have seven kids we have two grandbabies, one that's actually still in mommy's tummy. And I'm a mother in law and I'm a daughter of the beloved. Amen. Yeah. I'm really, really trying to get into that role, that yeah. last one. Yeah. yeah. The most important.
0: The most important. You'd think it'd be the easiest, but it might be it's the hardest. It's the hardest. Yes, yeah. it is. Amen. Um, so, Robin, uh, last week, for, for folks who listened, to, by the way, do you do you realize that these two episodes were? Last week was the 550th episode of Ignition.
1: Wow, congrats, 550 sir.
0: episodes. That's um, exciting. Today is 551. That means in four episodes, that might be you again. Ooh. Five. five, five, five. I just, I kind of, I'm. You gonna,
1: like your numbers? Oh, person. I like
0: like the when the odometer, like when you oh, yeah, get you all. you me that. I've told you. When yeah, I yeah, get yeah. To all the yeah, zeros, I like, just come on. Love, kids,
1: everybody, watch, watch it, watch look, your turn, watch look.
0: your turn. Jermaine, my wife is like, really? Like, what, I can just
1: picture you bad. as a little Chris, like back when we had the old fashioned oh, odometers, sure. and they all turn. They like, all turn. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo- oh yeah,
0: that was so great. Now it's all digital.
1: Yeah, it's not nearly as fun, but it's cool. Okay, gotcha. Numbers, numbers. Maybe I'll come back for five, five, five,
0: five, 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 coming up just special one for that. In a month. Um five five one is today. Mm -hmm. Um and you proposed last week's topic. And -hmm. then as we're talking about what could we talk about this time, I mentioned that here in March we are and this is right up your alley too, because you should talk about we haven't talked about this for a little while. You have a you have a particular passion about getting lit.
1: I love to be lit. (laughs) <laughs> it's the best thing. Don't ever. hang up.
0: Don't, don't change that <laughs> dial. Don't stop the podcast. What does that mean? Robin bruggeman
1: I love to live in truth, but I love to live liturgically and Lent is a great liturgical season. It, so. is.
0: it is. And March in particular, we always have two, um, well, almost always, sometimes they get moved Two solemnities, two great, mm-hmm. great feasts in particular. Um, the Solemnity of St. Joseph, mm-hmm. the earthly or foster father of Jesus, yeah. the guardian of the Redeemer, as mm-hmm. uh, the church, St. John Paul II, in particular, but many others called him, too. Um, and the Annunciation. So that mm-hmm. March 19th is the, mo, mo, most people are aware of March 17th, Robin. St. Patrick's, Saint Patrick's Day. Day. You're fittingly wearing <laughs> yes. green,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, getting ready. Mm-hmm. Um, March 19th, though, is a solemnity, the
1: Mm -hmm. solemnity
0: of uh, St. Joseph. And March 25th is the solemnity of the Annunciation. Yes. In which we celebrate the birth of Mary. No.
1: (laughs) I'm like looking at you going, no. That's
0: September 8th. Uh, What's the Annunciation, Robin?
1: It's when the angel announces. To Mary, that she will be the mother of God. Yes, yes. So, so I think of Annunciation, announce,
0: announce, and yep, yeah. so it was Gabriel. What we read about Luke chapter two, mm-hmm. one, two. Um, Gabriel coming to Mary in Nazareth. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. what? It's not how he starts off. But uh, hi. No, also not. Read, read, read the account. It's beautiful. Uh, so Are you that's com- to stump that, me that's up? here in March. <laughs> so two great solemnities. Uh, A little, this is kind of uh, inside, like um, inside baseball, like fun Catholic trivia. Solemnities, Robin. Mm -hmm. Why are solemnities, especially during Lent, such a
1: big deal? Because your Lent restrictions are lifted? Yes. Yes. Which means what? It means that if you gave up something like coffee or chocolate or something, you could actually indulge. But if you gave up sinning, don't. So yeah, know your Lent, your Lenten restrictions are lifted yeah. because it is such. So- I mean, a solemnity is the the biggest of all feast days that the church yeah. has. So, so, so last- we want to celebrate amongst the feasting.
0: Yep. So last year the Annunciation, March 20th. Oh, by the way, why is it on March twenty fifth?
1: Um, because it would be nine months before, no. Yeah. Nine. To- yeah. Nine months before Jesus' birth.
0: Yeah. yeah. So March 25th <laughs> plus nine is December 25th. Yeah. Which Jesus' birthday, Jesus which birth. the yep. church
1: is so awesome yep. that it so intentionally and yep. purposely yep. plans yep. that out. Amen. So Amen. very cool connection.
0: So last year, 2022, um, the annunciation March 25th fell on a Friday. Mm-hmm. So I proposed to, um, Father Haggerty, who was then our pastor yeah, at my parish, yeah. St. Lambert's in Sioux Falls. Father Haggerty, instead of a fish fry, we should have a steak fry.
1: Did you guys do it? No. That would be, that would be, that's a very big cost difference for a parish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but,
1: but, so yeah, you don't have to, your, your, your Lenten fasting from meat yep. are lifted. Abstaining so yes. Meat. Abstaining. Yep. Did I say that wrong? Abstaining from meat. Yep. Yeah. So
0: are lifted. Now, now, this, now that's most, most people who know this kind of side of, Kind of inside, gathered baseball, um, are aware of that. And this next thing, I'm, I'm. This next thing, for some reason, is a bit more controversial. They got. Mm. I have friends in the know, friends who know mm. the faith, who disagree with us, but they're wrong. They're, 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 they're definitely wrong. But we haven't had have time to really dive in. So this year, March 25th falls on a Saturday. Okay. But Robin, when does solemnities? Lit- Wait, hold Ooh, on, hold oh, on. Oh, I know
1: the answer. I think
0: Casey. <laughs> Former seminarian for the Uh, diocese of Sioux Falls. And we never
1: get to see him. He's back in the corner. I know you're watching folks and you can't see
0: him right now. He's not even on mic, but don't worry. I'll repeat what he has to say. Casey, when do solemnities begin? The uh, sundown the night before. Sundown the night before. Yes. I knew, I knew Casey would get it right. And And I I,
1: did know. I knew the answer too. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Robin. I should have let you. I'm glad you put Casey on the spot instead. That was fun. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so this year, the Annunciation starts on Saturday, or is on Saturday, December 25th. But therefore, the Annunciation, liturgically speaking, begins sundown Friday Friday night. So there is a clear case to easily be made that you could have a burger.
1: Especially because you know when the Brueggemann's eat supper. Right, exactly. You guys are totally in the clear. We're totally legit. Yes. No.
0: That is lit- living liturgically right there. Yeah, it is. Having See, is that not totally Friday. lit?
1: <laughs> now, whether or not we will, I don't know. But, anyways, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out, though. Yeah. yeah. That. Send your hate mail to Ignition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, uh, if you disagree, tell me why. I want to know why because I'm that's that's yeah.
1: You now, like we a don't, good debate? Just like
0: everything. else. Like, okay, I do want to say this, but sorry, we're gonna get beyond this. We will get to docility, um, like. <laughs> People so okay, no meat. So I'm going to go to the Red Lobster and have the you know all you can eat fish,
1: Mm. or all you can eat
0: shrimp, or all you can. But that's not really. You should you should follow both the letter and the spirit of the
1: law. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So it still is Lent. So I I think again, I think there's a clear, easy case to be made that one can have meat for supper Mm -hmm. uh, as long as it's after sundown on Friday, March 24th. But still yeah. remember, it's the season of Lent, so yeah. you shouldn't be gluttonous for sure. Right. Um, and, yeah, just yeah. be aware of that.
1: Keep it classy, people.
0: Keep it classy. <laughs> that's no, a movie that's... reference for somebody who doesn't make oh, movie man, references. Oh, man, don't do that to me. <laughs> you did it. You're just the one who said it. Okay.
1: Hey, by the way, March 25 is my mother-in-law's birthday, oh, and really? she's a listener, so happy birthday to my wonderful mother-in-law, awesome. so she shares that special solemnity, and it's kind of funny because then, since she, her birthday's on that solemnity, she when it falls during celebrate. Lent, yeah, it, she's still yeah, okay. She's good. She still gets birthday cake. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> what?
0: There's a big dilemma. This is, this. is By the time folks hear this, we're past this point. Big dilemma at the Bergwald House this year, Robin. What is it? Mercy is our, Mercedes is our youngest.
1: Oh, and hi to Mercy. She's in my classic co-op.
0: And Mercy's birthday is February 2, 22. Oh. February 22nd, yeah. which this year
1: falls is a Friday? on... Ash, Wednesday.
0: Ash,
1: Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. I have had kids with birthdays on Ash Wednesday. I gave birth on Ash Wednesday.
0: Mercy was born on Ash Wednesday. So I Jermaine have gave birth on Ash story Wednesday. About that. Jermaine's giving so, birth on Fridays in Lent too, for that matter. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So you know we struggle with that. I actually have um, three kiddos that their birthdays always fall during Lent, and one of them is falling on Easter this year.
0: Oh. That's not Lent, just so you know.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But we, oh, that is a dilemma. Do they get their birthday cake and celebration or not? It's really hard, yeah, isn't so it? Because that's yeah. like their little solemnity totally. day, but then right. you want to observe Lent. So, so that's
0: a, a, a good question. As, 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 as the, at the time we're recording, as of this recording, uh, Monday the 20th might be the day in which we observe. You know, oh, there you know, we know, go. We observe. We're yeah. going to transfer the Feast of Mercy's birth yeah. back two days so yeah. we can... So, cause the 21st is Mardi Gras. You yeah, know, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the studio. Back, back in at the, the ranch.
0: Yeah. Um, so docility. Um, connect the dots here. We, we got down that rabbit hole because I brought up the two, these two great solemnities um, of St. Joseph great and the Annunciation. Great
1: docility.
0: Great example. So what do you mean by that? Yeah. So great examples of docility. Say more about that, Robin.
1: Well, I think um, St. Joseph foster father of Jesus, Mary's husband, and then our blessed mother herself are just such great witnesses and examples to docility because they, they show us, um, what it looks like to follow where God is leading them and, and in accepting what God asks them to do Mm -hmm. And so I, you're going to tell us more about docility, but that is, I guess, I, I think a great picture of that, especially the annunciation when Mary, you know, the angel Gabriel appears to Mary and, you know, announces this amazing, probably absurd sounding thing to her and she, but still is like, okay.
0: What does she say? Do you remember at the end? The last.
1: May it be done unto me.
0: I am the handmaid of the Lord. I am Lord. the handmaid
1: of the Lord. May, May it be done unto be me. according to thy word. Yeah.
0: Um, or thy will sometimes. Yeah. So, Latin, fiat voluntis tua, may your will be done.
1: Yes, I have it tattooed <laughs> on my do arm. You tattoo on your arm. We
0: mm-hmm. were going to talk about that one day. Here we go. Right Here we there. go.
1: It's perfect. Yep. Yeah, I tattooed it on my arm. I think <clears throat> it's so beautiful yes. and it's hard to live by that. But, but yep. Mary is our perfect, perfect, beautiful example of that.
0: She literally mm-hmm. is uh, among human persons, the perfect. Mm-hmm. The example of perfect docility. Yes, um, Saint Joseph, um, n- not having the the singular grace of the Immaculate Conception that Mary had, but Saint Joseph still one of the great saints mm-hmm. uh, in the history of the Church, easily one of the great saints in the history of the Church. He also was docile mm-hmm. to the will of God. We see that yeah. w- w- when do you <laughs> when when you think of Joseph's docility, w- what? Does anything in particular
1: come to your mind? Um, well, yeah, a couple. I mean, um, when he accepts and agrees to continue on with taking Mary as his wife. Yep. And then also I would say the other one that pops into my mind is the flight to Egypt. Yep. You know, where it's like, oh, I need to get up like right now middle of the night and take Jesus and Mary and keep them safe.
0: Yep. He's yeah.
1: docile to what he's received from the Lord and he accepts it and does it.
0: Yep. In both cases, dreams. Yeah, uh, in which um, God uh, revealed His will through an angel to Joseph, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. do- docile. I, I love the uh, and supple. I mean, there's something yeah. about the word supple that just yeah, th- that I whole idea that. of of moist clay yeah. in the hand of the potter. You know, I just I, I can see like the idea of play or silly putty. I, yeah, I've rarely worked with clay, but silly putty. I had to put that in my ears when I was oh, a kid all gosh. the time.
1: Yeah, no, I had you
0: <laughs> tubes in my ears back oh, in the day. That's okay. what you did.
1: Okay, I thought you were just like a little kid just oh,
0: no, no, no I, didn't. I didn't put it on my nose or something okay, like
1: well that. well, that, yeah, thank goodness. Um,
0: but, but you know, you touch it, and it just, as soon as you touch moist clay or silly putty... It stays. It's indented. It it forms to your finger or to, to or your... your ear. Yeah, or your ear, exactly. <laughs> and that's what we're called to do mm-hmm. with regards to the will of God, to just yeah. perfectly be imprinted by... His hand when he touches so oh, there's so a beautiful. there's a story um that I share all the time of a conversation that you and I had now, I don't know, three years, years, ago. years ago or mm-hmm. so, just out in the parking lot of the Cathedral of St. Joseph, which is right next to the Dawson offices here in Sioux Falls. Uh, and I've told it many times, to be honest, as an example of docility. Do
1: you have permission to do that? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> No, this we don't have HIPAA here.
0: I, uh, copyright Robin Bruggeman twenty nineteen. <laughs> no. I know I
1: know. I have this friend and this is what happened to her. No. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I do, because most continue of them, on. <laughs> um Look, do you want to tell the story or do you want me to tell your story?
1: Tell my story. Seriously? Fine. I want to hear what it's like to have my something about me told. All
0: right, fine. So Robin and I were talking and I'll stop you
1: if something's not right.
0: <laughs> Robin and I were talking. Uh I can still I think it was right outside. I think it was right outside my car. Um I feel like it was like it wasn't too hot. It was probably like a late spring, early summer day is what mm-hmm. I think it was. For some reason I feel like it was midday. It's probably a Friday. Probably because I was here on campus. Um And just talking about your sense that the Lord was calling you to something and talking through that. And what you said was, uh, this is my version of it. I don't know if it's exactly right, but it's pretty close. Robin, like, uh, if you're listening, she, she was patting her, I think right shoulder. I've got, I've got a callus here. I'm like, what? What do you got? Well, the Holy Spirit keeps poking me, and I keep ignoring Him. So a callus is building up. So in fact, yeah, in fact, not
1: a real callus, people, but this is just a a figure of speech. Yeah. So you weren't a spiritual being, callous. You, you I were, love it.
0: <laughs> you weren't being docile. In fact, no. In fact, you I was weren't being not docile. docile. But at just that all. image of the Holy Spirit. It's not like the Lord ha- had. A, he didn't appear to you in a vision, mm-hmm. uh, in a dream, as he did yeah, Joseph. No. Uh, an angel wasn't sent to you as mm-hmm. as Gabriel was to Mary. But so you were just aware, um, yeah. as as a praying person um, seeking to walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. you were just aware that He was
1: yeah I was aware of what appeared to be a nuisance at the time.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, and I just love that as as a metaphor for how the Lord. Again, now the irony there is you were, in fact, you were not, had not been docile, yeah, but you're finally yeah. like, okay, fine. I'm yeah. tired of this callus. Um, <laughs> Do you
1: kindly stop tapping me, please? <laughs>
0: please, please. But that's how, that, that again, the, that idea of suppleness or the yeah. the, the, the potter is gentle yeah. as, as the clay mm. is spinning on on the- On the wheel, yeah. On the wheel? There's a name for that probably,
1: but anyways, yeah.
0: The, the clay wheel? That's <laughs> no, yeah, something. Um, yeah. It, it, he's he's gentle because he doesn't want, want to destroy his creation. Yeah, yeah. So he's very gentle, which is and that that that's why I love the image because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit was just gently but insistently yeah. but gently,
1: yeah,
0: quote unquote, tapping, tapping. you on the shoulder.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yes. So yeah, did you, I get it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. did.
1: Yeah, and the and the tapping kept on for a long time
0: yeah, until you.
1: Apparently I became docile.
0: (laughs) Responded.
1: I responded and tapped into that gift that can be available.
0: So so when you so just from your own experience then, before, since then, so when you think about being docile, being Mm -hmm. supple, Mm -hmm. uh being clay in the hands of the potter, what Mm -hmm. does that mean in your own life other than that um significant, profound um experience?
1: I think it's just an openness and an openness with receptivity. Mm. You know, I think we can be open like, well, and I think everyone would be like, well, of course I want what God wants, silly. I know I'm supposed to do that, but we can be closed to that even though we think we're being open. So I feel like there's a, there's a difference between I'm open with strings attached, mm-hmm. with the freedom to close the door,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then there's an openness with receptivity. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that is the right word, but I think that is probably what changed in me. I didn't even know the word docile would have. Now I look back on this journey I've been on, especially the last um, few months and I go, Oh my goodness, that is what's been going on. And I think it has just been this receptivity to, Mm -hmm. okay, God, I'm ready to um, really see things your way and be open to what you want to show me and how you want to mold me, how you want to mold me. And it's, you know, I know you opened with talking about the clay and I had written that down. And that image has come to me a lot. Um, Are we going to let him mold us? And you know, I also, something I heard recently was we can tend to want him to mold us. right? But when we think like that, we're thinking of how we want him to mold us and not being open to how he's he will mold us.
0: Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Did I say that right? Yes.
1: So there's the difference there. Of course we want God to mold us, but not with what, the way we think it should look or be. It's letting him actually just being free and just saying, okay, I'm a puddle of muck. You mold me into something beautiful and just be receptive to what he makes of us.
0: So this this actually connects with a point that we talked about at the end of last week's episode about concupiscence. Remember, I was near at the second half of the episode. At least we're talking about um, how how you respond to the question: Why does the Lord just take away my sinful desires? Now, the interesting thing to, to the point that you're just making right here with regard to docility and sort of the, the active receptivity, Lord, how did you put it just now? Not not how I want, but how you want to what? How did you just? Do you remember how you just put it? Okay, so rewind well, the tape. Make it, oh, we can't do that.
1: Make us what he wants us to be, I as remember, opposed what to I what say? we want yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I think, whether we realize it or not, we're trying to be in control of what well, we exactly. want the outcome we to be. We are trying to be
0: control. So this is an experience that I've had. Kind of, this goes back to what we were talking about last week. Where, Lord, would you just take this thing in in my life? Take mm-hmm. this away and and there've been time, some instances where I've begged for years lord take this mm-hmm. this sinful inclination from me again mm-hmm. we talked about he gives me the grace to avoid the sin but I still even though I might avoid the sin I still have a sinful desire and I'm like why am I not turning And meanwhile meanwhile Back in the ranch, when I'm not, I'm not realizing how, because I'm so focused on this thing. Mm. He, in fact, has been healing me of these other things over here, so to speak, in my life. And that like, okay, Lord, I know that you're giving me everything I need to avoid sin. Um, The particular ways that you desire to perfect me now, to purify me now, let it be done to me according to Thy
1: word. Mm. Yet, voluntist to I was just going to say that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah that, that, I mean that to me, there's a there's a different connection there. Yeah. That's a way in which I am subtly still a control enthusiast, mm-hmm. even as I strive to grow in humility and let the Lord work in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to be in control. Uh, you need to fix this in me right now. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord, are you there? Mm-hmm. Fix this in me. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't literally have quite that tone spiritually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. Um, most of the time, not. But still, that's still me trying to exercise control as opposed to being. Das. Again, our, our posture yeah. here is the same, yeah. open hand, hands yeah. open. To um, being receptive. To being receptive.
1: And really, when you think about it, the even the posture itself of if you picture yourself just being receptive with your hands open as opposed to your, your fists closed, yep. it's kind of exhausting. Yep. It is tiring to fight that off or to be not receptive. And when we're receptive, the, we start to see the beautiful things God wants to do for us and with us and through us. So, Amen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Robin, we got about four How minutes so left. Fast? Well, because we talked a lot about eating meat in Lent. Oh, um... that's right,
1: which is important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, docility, suppleness, clay in the hand of the potter. Any other um, observations, insights come to your mind or questions about what that means in the life of, of a Catholic, of a Christian?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. You just, you fill in with all your good <laughs> wisdom here. You did this
0: last week too.
1: Well, you're the one that has all the good stuff to oh share. My gosh.
0: So I think, um, how going back to, this is similar to the the, the end of the episode last week. How, how Last week, how do we overcome concupiscence, the desire sure. to sin that we'll have? This week, how do we grow in docility? Well, practice makes perfect. hmm uh, earlier, there's something actually that you had said early on that I wrote down and we didn't come back to. So now, oh good. I what think is this it? is me being docile right now. I think I, I think the Holy Spirit just reminded me. Good and job. I, he <laughs> tapped me on my shoulder. Good practice. Self awareness.
1: Self
0: awareness. Um, so you talked about how there's things just under the surface that we're not aware of, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe maybe that was last week's. Or, I don't know. I don't. You said it sometime mm-hmm. as we're recording. Um, just just praying for the grace to be self aware and just practicing self-awareness. like To what degree am I being open? Mm -hmm. I I might think I'm being open, but am I really being open? So to stop and step back from time to time, Lord, help me to see, am I really being receptive? Am I really Mm -hmm. being docile? I desire that, I think I'm growing in it, but maybe there are areas in my life in which I'm not soft. Maybe there's areas in my life that I've hardened myself yeah. to your will.
1: You know, I'm glad you point that out because I think we can tend to think this only applies in areas where the Lord is maybe asking me to trust him or step out more in a way that maybe is obvious that he wants me to do something for him. So what should be like more us in ministry can be more obvious in that way, but it does apply to, um, maybe it's a relationship. hmm or an area that we're struggling with where we can be more open Mm -hmm. to that. Amen. So, and I, and I don't, I don't think we could ever fully be open. Could we, I mean, in our concupiscence,
0: (laughs) can Um, we fully, can we
1: be fully open? Maybe some people can. I just feel like in my own life, it just seems like it's always like, okay, I can grow more in that. And then I think, okay, I'm kind of figured out. It's like, oh no, 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 There's more yet. There's still more there. There's still more there. Keep going, keep going, keep going.
0: I, I think it is possible um, I think it's possible for us to be essentially fully perfected
1: in this the side of death. In that? I think oh. it's
0: exceedingly rare. Okay. Um, so this is
1: outside this, of like a monastic life or something. Um, <laughs> even even for
0: monks, I think it's exceedingly, exceedingly rare, but I think, but I do think huh. it's possible. So this is kind of really the question um, does everybody have to go to purgatory after death? Well, I think mm. the vast majority of us do because that's purgatory is that final purification, yeah. that, that final refining mm-hmm. that we talked mm-hmm. about last week. Um, but, but I do think it's possible for us for, and unfortunately, this is usually, unfortunately, well, yeah, unfortunately, uh, from one's perspective, at least this is usually, this happens in the, the, the refining crucible of suffering. I think mm. the people, if there's anybody who is fully docile, um, at some point in life, it's because of profound suffering they've wow. experienced, I think.
1: Wow. Yeah, I, I
0: think that'd be the case. So
1: So interesting and fascinating.
0: Yeah. So that might be something for us to talk about. I was just going to say, I think we need to talk on yeah, that. Um, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the power of suffering, what we can do with it and uh, for ourselves and for others. But Robin, thanks for being here today. Yeah. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones. And until next time, may God bless you.